I, I don't, I never got the f- whole FaceTime. Like I get why people do it, but like, I don't get people that like, that's their main form of communication with people is FaceTime. Yeah. And I also like, I don't have, I don't have an iPhone, so it's harder to FaceTime me. Like me too. If anyone did FaceTime me, like just I'm in the middle of my day and I get a FaceTime call. I'd be like, what, what? No. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna start doing it. We both have Google phones. No, I'm just gonna I start. I don't want it. <laughs> I'm gonna deny. I'm gonna text you. I'm gonna be like, "What are you doing? What do you, what do you think you're doing?" Two weeks in a row, Dan. We're back. Yeah, we are consistent. Consistent. Welcome to the Holy Hive, a weekly observation of Utah culture. It's the first day of fall as we record this, something I'm really excited about, and uh, we're going to dive into why you should be excited about that as well uh, a little later. First, a little housekeeping before we start. Today we filmed uh, our first video series for Oddly. Yeah. Uh, start, we, I, I wouldn't say we wrapped production because <laughs> it's going to be ongoing, so we're going to be doing this for a long time, and it was only an hour of shooting, but uh, we uh, shot our first video series today. In it, we'll be exploring the uh, local food scene and the eating habits of Utahns. So stay tuned for Namasean dropping next week. And uh, if you want to keep up on everything that we're doing uh, from week to week, make sure you follow us at Oddly Utah on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, DJ Rocklips, he's going to be hosting that. And uh, you can find him mornings, Monday through Friday, on the uh, morning rollout on U92. So uh, how's your week been, Dan? My week has been going all right. Pretty good? You know, there's been some setbacks here and there personally. You know, oh, just this with is some the, frustrations, but is this the ongoing saga of the bed that you ordered? A few different sagas. Um, yeah. <laughs> yesterday, I'm just in the middle of a meeting, and I just start hearing these crazy loud noises all around me. Uh huh. And I'm like, "What is going on on this house or this this apartment building?" Yeah. And then I see outside of my window in the office is a a nice tree, and I see the a shadow of a man cast on this tree from my rooftop and there's just someone on my roof basically like brushing off everything uh-huh and it's just brushing onto like my patio and stuff we were given no warning about is it this. like leaves like the brushing leaves, leaves dirt, debris de- yeah bark somehow yeah uh just a lot of stuff that i then had to go out and clean up because i was given no warning yeah. by my uh, property manager that this would be this would be happening. Oh yeah, you did mention to when we were when we were talking earlier. You said you had to to chew out your landlord. Was that what that was about? Yeah, <laughs> it was a couple of things that yeah. that gave me the motivation I needed to chew them out for another thing as well. So that was annoying. And then yeah, I've been waiting on a bed to be delivered four different yeah. times now. It's just they it keeps getting delayed. Getting it from all angles. I know, but hey, I'm here. I'm happy. I'm grateful to be here. Yeah. And uh, the week goes on. How about your week? Pretty good. You know, just been super busy trying to get videos shot and um, podcasts prepped and, uh, other, you know, other projects on the side. But uh, all in all, a pretty good week. I'm just I've just been super psyched about the weather lately. And obviously yeah. we're going to get into that a little bit later, but I can't uh, like even like right now. I mean, if you're watching on YouTube, which you should be uh, this, I'm wearing like a denim jacket. Yeah, you look great because I'm like I, and, and a beanie because I'm, I'm trying to will fall. That's right. I'm trying to. To, to bring strength into the fall energy. Jordan Denim Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> I should have I went with denim pants, too. I'm wearing, like, chinos right now. Uh, anyway, let's get on to some news. Uh, you know what? As I was prepping news this week, I'm realizing it's getting harder and harder to find news that's actually uh, interesting to talk yeah. about or uplifting yeah. in, some, in some way. We try to steer clear, at least on this podcast, away from death and destruction. True. You know? We get enough of that. 
in the day to day and uh, COVID stuff. Like we've done a lot of COVID stuff in the past. This podcast was started during the pandemic. And uh, there was just a point where we were like, hmm, we can we could do without all that. It's just a lot of, you know, wheel spinning, you know. Yeah. You're, you're saying the same thing. Yeah. You know? And that's what we're kind of finding in the local news. And not that those things aren't important, but uh, as I was like kind of doing show prep this week, I've, I've realized that there's kind of a lot left on the table as far as news that you could cover here in Utah. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't want to, I'm not trying to trash our local institutions, but you know, let's, let's, let's look for other things. Yeah. <laughs> I did when I was exploring Fox 13 today, there was, it was like, three stories about the, you know, I mean, the elephant in the room here is the Gabby Petito mm-hmm. story. Uh, there was yeah. like three stories about that to every one, you know, story. But, and it's like, I definitely understand there's a tie to Utah. She was last seen in Utah. Yeah. But, you know, it's outside of Utah sort of yeah. situation. It's all, and it is all very much, you know, oversaturated, I, I would say. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's obviously a horrible, horrible thing that's happening and how that case is unfolding. Um, I, the whole time, as it was like kind of developing, even before like the stuff that kind of broke this week, uh, when they were still completely in the dark about the case, I could see news outlets kind of forming the narrative ahead yeah. of time. It's like I could almost hear true crime podcasters like outlining yeah. a whole season of their podcast just based around their the, hands together. Yeah. And it's just like the whole, it seems kind of gross the way that everyone's been trying to cover this and the way that, you know, everyone is a forensics detective mm-hmm. based on their Twitter feed, yeah. you know? And, uh, you know, I, I'm nothing against the conclusions that, you know, people on Twitter make, I mean, they're, they're not experts. I don't really take that stuff too seriously. But, like, when media companies are, like, the way that they choose photos mm-hmm. and the way, you know. And also, yeah, it is, like, this thing where Utah is often so dry of uh, exciting, hard-hitting news that when something like this comes up, local media companies try to take ownership yeah, of it. Yeah, we got to do it big. Yeah. yeah. And so, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I've kind of been checking in on that uh, here and there, but. It does. It's like if you go to any local news website right now, it's like dominating. Yeah, it's like they're trying to like cover it from all these different angles. I saw that there was like a uh, memorial being held in Ogden mm-hmm. because she took some pictures outside of mm-hmm. uh, a restaurant there in Ogden, and uh, yeah. So I don't know. It's yeah. This is stuff that we're trying not this to cover. Yeah, this is our way of not yeah. talking about this. <laughs> yeah, we just got to touch down on it so we don't have to talk about it. Uh, anyways, onto some, uh, what we call the hard hitting news, (laughs) uh, Salt Lake city police are warning drivers not to zoom or take FaceTime calls while driving, uh, in the article, they claim not to be targeting video users, but have just been catching people doing FaceTimes at traffic stops. Oh, I just happened upon this person on a a conference call. Yeah. Which I have to say, uh, I've seen like on the road, I've seen people doing FaceTimes and uh, I don't know if I've seen like a like a laptop out on like a dashboard <laughs> yeah. or anything like with a, a full on Zoom meeting or anything. But I have seen people like FaceTime or, you know, they have the, the kind of the dashboard mounts that you can hook your phone into mm-hmm. and then just being like having another person on that. So I've seen that. And that is a little unsettling. Yeah, it's totally unsettling. That's why I can't like get into being a commuter biker. Yeah, you know? I, Absolutely. I'm like, it doesn't I, that, that, that kind of thing scares me. It uh, scares me with cars, dude. Like, yeah, I, I'm, yeah just being in a I car. drive in a car. I'm the. I swear, I'm the most defensive drive. Like, I'm. I'm looking both ways before I pull out at any stoplight. Like, yeah, all that sort of stuff. It's just because, 
the amount of people I see with their head either buried in their phone, whether mm-hmm. it's a video call or not, is just alarming. Yeah, it is really freaky. So uh, in the article written by Fox 13, Spencer Joseph, police suggest using, I like how they, they said this. They're like, just use audio, like if you're going to do it, which I think is also still kind of distracting. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I've uh, had to, like, I've been probably like late for work mm-hmm. or I've needed to take a work call. And I hate doing it, even if it's just audio over my like car speakers, because I can't focus on driving and what someone is saying. Like I'll be driving, and then someone on the call will be like, "So what do you think about that, Jordan?" And I'm like, "Wait, what? Are, what were we talking about?" I'm, That's how I'm, it should I'm trying be. not to die should, right yeah, now. You yeah, should, you're doing a good job <laughs> if you can't keep up with yeah. a, a meeting. I hate. Yeah, I hate taking any kind of call or anything while I'm in the uh, while I'm in the car. Um, what about you? Have you ever taken a phone, a video call <laughs> in the car? No, I've, I'm, I, I think I can confidently say I've never taken a video call in the car. I don't really take, aside from Zoom meetings for work, which mm-hmm. I just work from home, so I don't have the obstacle of, oh, shit, I got to jump on this Zoom call while yeah. I'm commuting. Um, aside from, you know, Zoom calls, I don't really do video calls. Like, I know no. a lot of people who just FaceTime a lot. Yeah. And I'm not that person. No, I never so, FaceTime. Yeah. I mean, I have seen in my own work meetings, I've seen people like very clearly driving while they're on the meeting. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's like, please sign off the call. Yeah. What are you it's doing? It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I never got the f- whole FaceTime. Like I get why people do it, but like, I don't get people that like, that's their main form of communication with people is FaceTime. Yeah. And I also like, I don't have, I don't have an iPhone, so it's harder to FaceTime me. Like me too. Yeah, my, my partner has an iPhone, and we can't FaceTime. So we had to, like, download, like, Google's version of FaceTime. And we only use that when we're, like, on vacation, away mm-hmm. from each other for, ex- for extended amounts of time. If anyone did FaceTime me, like, just I'm in the middle of my day, and I get a FaceTime call, I'd be like, what? what? No. <laughs> I'm going st- to start doing it. We both have Google phones. No, I'm just going to start. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to deny. I'm going to text you. I'm going to be like, what are you doing? What do you, what do you think you're doing? Um, but on this topic... Uh, it seems to be like a very popular thing in Utah, at least for people to say that Utah are bad, Etons are bad drivers. And, uh, this article kind of got me thinking about that. And I've always been of the the opinion that like people everywhere say that Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what state you're from. Everyone's a bad driver. And I think that there's good and bad drivers. I mean, obviously, but not to the degree that people like, like this is a, statewide crisis of like shitty drivers on the road. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I, I totally agree. And on top of that, I think that there is a, there's a thing where people who go to or move to a new state yeah. say that that new state they're in has the worst drivers just cause they're not used to, I guess the driving. Yeah. But I mean, I do think that there, if, if it was a, a list of like, top states of people who drive slow in the left lane, maybe Utah would be there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't drive in the left lane in a bunch of different states, you know, the fast lane. But yeah, yeah. But I did. I was curious if there was an actual study out there about, like, the worst states. I mean, the worst drivers <laughs> per state. Did Wallet Hub have you covered? Wallet Hub. <laughs> yeah. No, it was actually Yahoo Finance, which is just, what, oh, is, it, what yeah. is it with these, like, financial arms of companies that just are doing studies? Yeah, because they get all their morning uh, stock opening numbers up, and then they're like, we're out of content for the day. we got to make a study or something. Yeah. yeah. I won't go, I won't do the whole thing, because obviously that'd take maybe the rest of the podcast. But basically, 
they take four four factors. They got the percentage of drivers who are insured, mm-hmm. the number of DUIs per 1,000 drivers, the number of fatalities per 100 million miles driven, and how often residents Google traffic ticket or speeding ticket. Um, Utah's not in the top 10 of those things. Uh, it's Mississippi is number one four years in a row, which oh, is pretty really? crazy. Oh, really? Wow. North Dakota is number two, which and they ranked 20th last year, so a lot of shit happened in 2020 to get yeah. them up that list. And then just to round out the top five is California, Florida, and Nevada. Okay. So, I mean, I think it probably is just a, a case of the state you live in, the state you drive in, of course, has the worst drivers because this yeah. is the state that you experience. Uh, and I like that that study because it actually puts a metric to it. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is how we can measure bad drivers. And, uh, usually people are just like, yeah, basing it off of their own experiences. I think it's just two things. There's aggressive drivers mm-hmm. and then there's kind of the non-aggressive drivers. And I would say both of them can be good drivers. Totally agree. They can both be good drivers. Now there's people who are not aggressive drivers who are really bad, you know, people going 50 and an 80 mile per hour road is pretty annoying, especially if they're in the faster lanes. Um, and then people who, you know, tailgate you with a passing lane yeah. and you're already doing the speed limit. Like I've seen that too. So I think there's aggressive drivers and non-aggressive drivers and aggressive drivers, which I think I kind of fall into the category of, I like to think that I'm not like that aggressive. I do speed like mm-hmm. just all, I mean, I speed. Yeah. Yeah. If I, I don't drive dangerously, I don't think. Why own a Prius I, if you're not going to go fast <laughs> in it? <laughs> I know. I, yeah. And maybe maybe I'm compensating <laughs> for the fact that I drive a Prius, but I'm like, I, I don't want people to think, because I know Prius owners have yeah. a certain reputation. And I've experienced that too. I've gotten mad at my own, my, <laughs> my own people. Um, but I think, yeah, I'm a little bit more of an aggressive driver. I'll use the passing lane when I need to. I will try to push over the speed limit if the the, the road's open enough to do so i'm not going to try to like this is where like the it, it aggressive drivers get bad it's like if they're trying to speed when there's not room to speed yeah and they're just trying to swerve and get around people it's like i've seen people like ride like tailgate me and then they'll pass me get in f- and then just be in front of me they just get between me and the car in front of me it's like yeah, well, who, getting, what, what are you we're, doing we're getting there at the same time yeah, but, it's, yeah. it's the same thing um and so uh, I think those aggressive drivers see everyone as just like, you don't know how to drive. You're not doing 90 on the 70 freeway. Uh, and then there's a slow driver. So slow drivers or non-aggressive drivers. I won't say slow drivers because non-aggressive drivers don't have to drive fast or slow. Um, and they, they're, from their experience, they're just people flying around them all the time or tailgating them. And so they're just like, everyone's way too aggressive. Every Everyone's trying to be somewhere way too fast and they just think everyone like, so you have those two, two experiences. And so it's pretty easy just no matter what you do to just be like, everyone's a shitty driver. And then you throw in Utah's construction on top of all of that. <laughs> and everyone's just having a bad day. Yeah. I think that, and I do think that there's also, and this maybe speaks to this Yahoo study. I think that there is also a difference between bad drivers and irresponsible drivers. Yeah. Like a, someone who gets a DUI, obviously, bad a bad driver but yeah. more irresponsible than a bad driver uh same same with all of these these other you know people who google traffic ticket that doesn't necessarily equate to a bad driver you could be driving on a completely open road and and yeah. you just you know so so there are 
I think that there are there's levels to this. Yeah, there's levels to it's this. It's a very complex uh, issue. Yeah, I do like what you're saying about <laughs> aggressive drivers, though, because those yeah. people, I don't view them. A lot of the people who I know as friends, sometimes myself, who are getting like, we super, about to call someone out. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> but 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 I know people who just get so annoyed while they're driving, and it's like, well, I mean, if you're not, you yeah. Know, you just got to go with the flow of traffic sometimes. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. part of being a good driver. Yeah. And I've like, um, I guess it's probably because of the construction. Usually on my way downtown, I'll take the 215 belt route to I-15 and then into downtown. But there's so much construction on the 215 that uh, I'm actually just like, okay, leaving a little extra early and just taking surface streets. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like the drive. I kind of like driving through neighborhoods. Like, yeah. even if I'm not going as fast, I'm not going 70, I'm doing like 35, 40, but like not through residential neighborhoods, like on <laughs> State Street and stuff. Um, but uh, also State Street is, I mean, like now we're going off this tangent that I've like, this uh, This is a, something that I felt deep in my soul, but I think State, State Street is way too slow as far as like speed limit. It's like 35. Oh, is it? On State Street. Yeah. And if like, we, we grew up in, in Ogden and 1900 West was like the main road that goes through there, or at least the, the west side of mm-hmm. Ogden, which is like Roy and stuff. That's like 45. Yeah. So it's, and I think it's a smaller street than State Street. Yeah, State I don't know Street's how, like a 10 lane road, yeah. I feel like. I don't know if it's like a pedestrian thing or why it's so slow there, but I definitely speak on State Street. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't think Utah has like bad drivers. I think, yeah. I think, no, I, I, mean, yeah. I don't know if they necessarily have more bad drivers than other than places. anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, so TikTok is now becoming a plague on Utah schools. As a new trend called the Devious Lick. Great branding, by the way. I love I the Devious Lick. Uh, well, when I saw it in the show, I was like, what is this? Yeah, I'd never <laughs> heard about this. This is how out of touch we are. Um, but it's led to theft and vandalism at local schools. So the Devious Lick, it's a trend that involves what they, they, they call performing licks. So mm-hmm. a lick is some type of uh, uh, theft or I, 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 I don't know if I guess vandalism is part of it, but it's more about stealing stuff. Um, and it's not about stealing anything necessarily of value, but what's just the goofiest shit that you could steal from your school, essentially? Yeah. So it starts with someone stealing something. Um, and a lot of the examples that we've seen, it's like a soap dispenser from the bathroom. So they'll just go in, they'll break the soap dispenser off the bathroom wall, and then they'll put it in their backpack, and then <laughs> they'll be like, check out this lick <laughs> just like I got a soap dispenser <laughs> or, uh, and then, and then usually it's like people trying to one up each other off of that lick. And, uh, I, I had a video in the show prep. Did you watch that? I watched, yeah, I yeah. watched it. So there's like this whole compilation video of like all the different licks. Right. And, but some of them, and this is where I was like, I crossed over from like, this is, this, this is such shitty behavior to like, this is hilarious mm-hmm. is like, it started to make fun of itself. Like someone's like, uh, y'all can't beat this lick. And he's like literally pulling uh, the like splash pads out of urinals. <laughs> I saw that. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. And I'm like, man, high schoolers are pretty funny. <laughs> they, they are. I do, I do question their, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Please let me know, anyone out there, if I'm wrong. But like, mm-hmm. when did lick ever mean stealing something? Like, I understand that English is malleable, but like, hmm. what the hell? Lick? I don't know. Here's here's my my theory. Uh, when when you were given 
a let's say it like a like a like a physical hit from yeah. someone like in punishment you get your lick like yeah you get a lick from a belt mm-hmm. so it's like a hit you could also call a heist a hit okay <laughs> there we go like, a little like, mental gymnastics it's like there but 7 degrees to kevin bacon but with words yeah exactly <laughs> so it's like yeah we're going to you know we're going to pull off this lick at this bank i do i, kinda, I do I love that that compilation that you put in there though um there was one where they like basically stole an entire partition from a, a bathroom stall. Yeah. So there was just two toilets next to each <laughs> yeah. other with no wall, and yeah. that made me laugh. Just, yeah. Just very hard, and I think that's like yeah. objectively hilarious. Like the I know there's a lot of a lot of principles and whatnot getting in their feelings on KSL, but that yeah. was very funny. Yeah, I think it's hilarious, <laughs> and this isn't something. See, they. This is why this generation, this this the current TikTok generation, the like gen, the lick talk, the lick talk, yeah, the Gen Zs, they're gonna be so good at like branding things and creating like viral things because, uh, essentially, we kind of did this in high school too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, st- how long's the statute of limitations on? <laughs> it's got it's got to be it's got to be expired. I think we're good. I think yeah. we're good if we start to admit some of the stuff we did. Do you remember there was a t- there was a summer, you know, and if you're if you're a young man growing up in Roy, not a whole lot of thing, you know, there's not a lot to do. Yeah. Uh we I remember one summer we became obsessed with stealing lawn ornaments. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do. <laughs> not the like our proudest moment. But not my least proud moment. Either, yeah, though. yeah, it's somewhere in the middle <laughs> <laughs> because I can still look back on it and laugh. Uh, what we, but the the funniest thing is like we would take, we would steal lawn ornaments. So we would just go around a neighborhood driving around. We'd steal a ton of lawn ornaments and then put them all on one person's lawn. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just like one of the funniest things ever. It's like they have to have like a like a, a community meeting to figure yeah. out whose lawn ornaments who's go doing where. all this. Who's doing all this lawn <laughs> ornaments? It just yeah. makes it look like the one the one house is a got a heart on for all the uh, the the lawn ornaments out there yeah yeah and honestly like from that from the video that i i, I watched um because oh I, I tried to find the the licks on tiktok but they anything that that combination of words they've actually banned from tiktok yeah. so that tiktok put a stop to this you can't search for devious lick on tiktok um but luckily people pull all these and then put them on youtube and yep. i found a you know and and i think you know stealing a fire extinguisher which I mean, I could have done at some point, mm-hmm. you know, they're just there on the wall, you know, for anyone to take or stealing a ceiling panel yeah. <laughs> out of the top of the ceiling. Um, stuff like that. I, I can relate to as someone, as someone who was a male high schooler. I knew people who there would always be maps all around the school. Yeah. And I know people who would just take those maps off yeah. the wall uh, yeah. and just bring them home. Yep. It was always like last week of school stuff, not the lawn ornaments. And that's what's funny is like we didn't really keep it in the school. So yeah. I guess we were a little meaner. Yeah. But but yeah, the <laughs> that is that is just some some comedy. It's funny yeah. stuff. And by yeah. putting the kibosh on it so heavily, TikTok and principles, you guys are just encouraging more. You're kind of, of fanning it. the flames are a we, little bit. Are, yeah. How are we how is it 2021 and we haven't figured out like you need to let things run their course? I mean, obviously yeah. punish people if you want, yeah. but, like, we're going to go on a whole media offensive, yeah. and that's just going to bring more. I had never heard of this, and now I'm intrigued by it. Yeah, and, I mean, and it gets a little crazy, too. Like, it, it starts with those kind of 
It, it again, it's shit that people don't really want. Yeah, like a kid's gonna steal a soap dispenser. It's not gonna like he's gonna install it in his bathroom and be like, "Oh, I'm living large." Yeah, but uh, um, it they there was like projectors, mm-hmm. projectors that I know are like thousands of dollars. Uh, some kid even like had a wallet that he pulled off of a teacher that I had like that. was full of cash, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Now we're getting to, like felony theft here, <laughs> and uh, so it gets it gets pretty nuts. I think what happened in Utah specifically that like turn this into like the disc, the school district going, okay, we have to do something now is that, uh, there were some kids at I think Brighton mm-hmm. who stole a mirror from the bathroom. So they pulled the whole mirror off the bathroom. And as they were like taking it out, I don't think they thought past that. They're like, we just got to get this mirror off. <laughs> and then they ended up dropping it and shattering it in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like that was the last straw for the principal. He's like, "That's, that's it." Bad, I think that's bad luck too. That they're, is bad they're luck. They're getting yeah. punished and they're getting bad luck. Yeah, for what seven years? Yeah, I will say some of those more outlandish <laughs> ones. Uh, maybe this is my cynical side coming out. Just have to be fake. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's probably just his like dad's wallet or some shit. And yeah, I saw one where it's just a backpack just full of iPhones. And yeah. I'm like, you telling me that none of these people have like the track my phone thing turned yeah. on? Like, you just asked yeah. ten of your friends if you could borrow their phones for a TikTok, yeah, and then gave them back. Also, it's way funnier if it is real. It's way funnier when it's against like the school and mm-hmm. not a person. Yeah, like, and there was definitely a point where it was just making fun of the trend. Where uh, the one of the funniest ones, like, I laughed so hard. Whereas it, it was just this kid in like a cafeteria, and he had his phone out. And he just like was pointing it at this kid and he said, I'm, a, I'm about to get the dopest lick. And then he zooms in and the kid had a prosthetic leg. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I thought that was obviously I don't think he did anything, but like kind of playing off of that trend to make that joke is hilarious to Absolutely. me. Absolutely. And another one where it was like a kid like walking out to the parking lot of a school and he's like, y'all can't top this lick. And he just walks up to a cop car and opens the driver's seat door. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I don't think he stole the car, but, like, yeah, I, I, th- I thought that was really funny. And I'm like, man, I think high schoolers today are probably funnier than I was. But although the lawn ornament thing I still think is funny. It's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask uh, if you could basically, what are the top licks around Utah? Like, if we were to perform a I lick. think it would be very difficult. It would be difficult. But I think the very obvious one is the Angel Moroni. Off of the temple? Just off the temple. You just yeah. take, take take Moroni. The, the trumpet would have been easier last year. <laughs> True. Because the trumpet <laughs> came off during the earthquake. And so if you could have just scooped it up. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's were, a good one. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, yeah, let's say well, let's say you have infinite manpower to All pull right. this off. And you have to do it in some kind of Ocean's Eleven style heist where you mm-hmm. get everyone together. Uh, the Joseph Smith Sphinx. That's my next one. Yeah. yeah that's, great like, that's the I- iconic one. At right? least we know we'll be on the same crew. Yeah, so <laughs> it's the perfect crime. Yeah, uh, the U two claw, in Draper. Thing. Yeah, just every and the, the the that the reason why that's the perfect crime is like one day, like overnight it just goes missing. And just then like no overnight one, it came. Yeah, it was just like oh, out of nowhere, there's this ugly thing right here. Yeah, and no one cares. Yeah, there's like cares. wasn't there something? I don't. I can't remember. Yeah, uh, I also thought one of the creepy mannequins in Pioneer Village at Lagoon. Oh, that's great. You know, when you, they have, like, those displays, like those little mm-hmm. pioneer houses, and there's these creepy mannequins. It's like, that'd be kind of cool. I would like to steal the giant chrome sphere from uh, in front of the Salt Lake Police Department. 
Oh, yeah. I love that little thing. Yeah, that it's would fun. be cool. Yeah. Also, one of those uh, painted horses from 25th Street when they, in Ogden oh, yeah. during Pioneer Day when they get those. I want one of those. Those are cool as hell. Yeah, those are way so. dope. If you just have your own, like, little backyard set up of all these, of all your licks. Mm-hmm. All my licks. All your licks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyway, I guess we'll see what happens with that. There was a, I did see a video of a kid that just was filming the morning announcements, and it was just a principal screaming oh, really? over the intercom. <laughs> so, this is unacceptable behavior. We will be prosecuting you to the full extent of the law. That's so funny. <laughs> I know. Because I they're just it. laughing at them probably, you know. Man, I, I, I mean, I can't imagine going back to school this year after the last year. Just having all this pent-up energy. It's like we're going to create chaos. I'm going to steal some soap. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I mean, they, it's short in, in, in high demand right now, hand soap. Um, all right. Let's move on to fall. So I don't want to hear arguments about this. If anyone has a differing opinion, I don't want to hear your case. I'm here to state right now. Yeah. The first part of fall, meaning like the first 45 days starting now, uh, is the best stretch of the year in Utah. So it's time to load up the hype train with coal. Let's load it up. Talk about why fall in Utah is the best. All righty. Uh, I don't know. How do you feel about fall? Oh, I totally agree with you. Okay, cool. And not I just, just sure because you way. told me that I couldn't argue, but yeah. but because I do agree okay. with you. I think it's true. Okay. This so, is an echo chamber, people. We don't want to hear your opinions. No, no. You're either with us or you're against us. And if you're against us, then just hit pavement. Okay, <laughs> um, so weather. Let's start with the weather. Let's see. What's it as, as we record this, what's the weather like right now? I'm seeing a, a 79 right now. Okay, so it's a little warm. A little bit warm. I, I probably didn't need the jacket today, but, you know. When I, you walked outside thinking. this morning, you might I did. Have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that yeah, now we're getting the kind of the the the, the highs and lows. Mm-hmm. It's we not still just got like the aftertaste consist- of summer. Yeah. and But we're moving in. We're moving yeah. in quickly, too, it seems. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, it was like 90 degrees. And now it's like every morning it's sixty, and I'm lo- I'm I'm loving life. Oh yeah, and it's that, and 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 the, it's the perfect like open your window at night. Mm-hmm. That's the best. Yeah. yeah, we don't have windows in my house, unfortunately. Just giant doors. Oh yeah, the giant sliding door. <laughs> I mean, you could open that up too. It just might be. Yeah. A little. It's I not mean, as good. I guess someone has to climb up to the balcony, right? Well, the screen the screen isn't very tight, so bugs get in. Ah. Uh, so it's all. Well. Washy. If you have a window. Now's the best time to open it. It is. You heard it here first. Um, also, uh, I, I think this type of weather is the best type for hanging outside. I think uh, summer w- has to be perfect because mm-hmm. it's you not. Need it's, shade. it's never. Coo- it's never. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. You you need to fight to stay cool, and um, so it either has to be perfect or it's either too hot. It's just too hot. Those are the two options. It's perfect or it's too hot. And just depending on where you're at outside, it might just be too hot anyways. Um, but I, I think it's easier to, to, to fight to stay warm than to stay cool. Oh, know? absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I think that that's totally it's, true. And it's more cozy, you know? If you're, uh, if it's like a little bit too cold outside, but you have a jacket, you can stay warm, but you won't get like sweaty or anything. I'm just like, everything's sticky. In, mm-hmm. in, in, in summer. And then if you add the, the smoke and the wildfires on top of everything, it's just not like a great, great time to hang outside anymore. Absolutely. Like, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't romanticize uh, summers as much. I, I, I mean, like when we were in school, it was like we were just out of school. Oh, and, sure. You're, you're yeah. so incentivized to like summer because you don't have yeah. school. Yeah. You get to go to Raging Waters, RIP. <laughs> uh, usually the, the clearest uh, air of the year, too. Air, year, yeah, air of the year. Mm-hmm. So, 
we have the the double inversion seasons now where we've got the, the wildfire smoke and then the winter inversion and that like sweet spot in fall it just kind of clears out although here like because it is a little warmer because we're still hanging on to summer we are going to get a little bit more smoke this week oh really yeah i don't think it's going to be like crazy but it is going to blow through a little bit but it's like for one day gotcha so the the weather patterns are changing the the smoke isn't lingering as much here um and we're not to that point yet where we got that like winter bubble that just holds in all of our own pollution. Um, so as far as the air goes, fall, best time of the year. Um, and speaking of like just the weather and staying comfortable outside, I just think fall clothing's the best. I would if, agree. If we're gonna touch down on fashion. Yeah. 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 The only com- the only complaint really is like in a situation you're in, which it isn't a big deal for you because it's really not that hot no. today. But like when you do wake up in the morning, you go outside, you're like, oh, I need to put on a hoodie. Yeah. And then you go put on your hoodie and then you go outside and then 25 minutes later, it's like, all right, I got to take my hoodie off and wrap it around my waist like a dork. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like you're on a field that's trip. Like, that's like the only complaint, you know? Yeah. Like, man, we haven't even touched. We haven't said the word leaf yet. And like all those leaves changing, yeah. you know? You drive mm-hmm. up into any canyon, pick a canyon. Yeah. Just hang out in some leaves for a while. Yeah. And it's, it's a beautiful time. And on the subject of like being in the canyon, being outside, I honestly don't really like campfires in the summer. Yeah. I'm not huge on campfires. Like it's, it's too hot. You have to sit back and you just, you know, bring in the element of smoke, which is always going to be a, a problem while, you're, while you have a campfire, unless you're like really good at building campfires. I'm not that good. No, you get a smoky campfire. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in the fall, it makes more sense. You're like, oh, this feels nice. In the winter, it's awesome. Like mm-hmm. to have a campfire. It's really nice. And then you just have like the fire risk go down. Like you're not going to burn things down in the winter. It's nice. 100%. Um, but yes, uh, the, the the canyon drives unparalleled in any other time of the year. I would say that there maybe is like one week in spring where it competes when everything's like super lush and neon green. Yeah. But more and more, that time is shortened. And For it's sure. like things get go from green to brown really quick. Yeah, and I do think the only time I prefer, like, a, the mountain view, like, if I'm looking at the mountains, is for that week in in spring where it's like, oh, shit, this is all green. Like, yeah. even, like, right behind Salt Lake, you got mm-hmm. this, and that's even green in the beginning of spring. Yeah, right. It's always, like, kind of, like, brown toast looking. Yeah. Uh, but in spring, for that one week, it's nice. But yeah. And that, yeah, Enzyme Peak, like, mm-hmm. like. Enzyme Peak rarely peaks. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> it, it does peak when it's green. That was funny. We went to when we went to Minnesota this year. Uh, Minnesota, you know, the land of ten thousand lakes, so plenty of water, very lush up there, and uh, it was just like very green. It was like uh, it was actually more humid than anything. It was kind of pretty humid up there, um, and it was it was funny. The first day we got there, it was smoky, but it was from wildfires in Canada. Yeah. And so, like, the wildfires from Canada were blowing down. But anyway, that cleared out pretty quick. It was really green. And then when we flew back into Salt Lake City, we were like, oh, it's nice to see brown again. <laughs> like, everything was brown. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think – and we get – I think so, So yeah, you get your, like, one week of, like, really green spring. But fall kind of lasts. You kind of stretch it out for – and it's, it's a slow transition, which is really nice. Uh, so aside from just the weather, events and festivities um, – I'm very partial to fall events compared to like winter events or summer events. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a huge holidays guy. I'm like, ah, I'm kind of whatever on it. Yep. Uh, but the th- everything that's going down, I mean, w- whether it's like Halloween, which I'm, you know, I'm, we're adults now. We don't really go trick or treating or anything, but it presents an opportunity 
for a lot of social events. And uh, one of those being Oktoberfest, which Great is, time. I, I personally think the best drinking event of the year. Yeah, like, sure. Yeah. It and, doesn't have a ton of competition. Beer Fest is, yeah. beer fest is fun, usually. Yeah. But Beer Fest is, I don't know, it's not as... It's, it always struggles to pin down a location. Yeah. It's never quite set up in a great way. Yeah, it's way, almost like it doesn't know what it is yet. Yeah. yeah, which is tough because it's been around for like a decade. Um, to not know what you are for that long is, yeah. is tough. But but Oktoberfest is you're in, you're in a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. You've got these wonderful German festivities going on mm-hmm. around you, people doing polka dances and whatnot. Yeah. You know, have some schnitzel and yeah. call it good. It's just a good hang. And I even like it uh, during, like, the first snow. Like, if you go up there mm-hmm. right when it snows, if you just prepare for it, dress for the weather. I think it's, like, way fun to hang 100%. out. 100%. Hang out up there while it's snowy. Um, yeah, Beer Fest, we went this year, and it was actually, the way they did it this year was better. Yeah. Like, it was an improvement. I liked it more than when it was at the the uh, State Fair Park. Yeah, But I still did have some issues with yeah. the logistics of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was like a little uh, bottlenecky as far as the crowds. Mm-hmm. Uh, very windy. Very and windy. also, <laughs> I think it wasn't a great, like, or maybe, I don't know, I can't remember. It was, was it clear that day? It was a smoky? I think it was pretty clear, actually. Yeah, I think it was actually a clear day. So that was good. Yeah. Um, it's hard to know. I, I, and again, going back to the Utah State Fair Park, I think the only time that Utah State Fair Park is, like, uh, tolerable is when it's cooler outside. Mm-hmm. Like, Middle of the summer, I mean, we grew up going to Warp Tour, and, like, back then, we probably had the energy to get through it. Barely, though. Yeah, barely, though. Which it is was crazy. punishing. Because I had a lot of energy. Yeah, yeah. It was extremely punishing to be at the Utah State Fair Park in the middle of summer. Uh, very dusty. Not mm-hmm. a lot of places to sit. Not a lot of trees. Um, very few trees. Like, trees, like, line the park, and that's about it. Yeah. It's just a, it's a huge, empty lot. It's not really fun to hang out in. Uh I do like, because uh, Utah, uh, very rural. Rural. Um, and because of that, we got a lot of farms. Yeah. And so around this time, things like uh, corn mazes and, like, kind of harvest festivals start popping up. Um, and I'm not like, I'm not like, yay, let's go to the corn maze. I'm yeah. not like the guy in our friend group that's like, <laughs> guys, we got to go to the corn maze. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not, but I, I kind of like that, that vibe. The vibe. Yeah. All of the, that's what fall is, man. Yeah. Fall is all about the vibes. It's yeah. Good vibes all you around. You get to watch scary movies. Mm-hmm. You get to start to transition to warm coffee instead of the iced coffee. Yeah. You know, people will get their, their pumpkin coffees and stuff and leaves will change and life will be grand. Yeah. It's like it's like uh yeah these the it's a time of transition and yeah, it feels good exactly it makes you feel kind of hopeful, and it's not tied to something like uh, like New Year's it's like a time of transition too but there's so much pressure to oh, like yeah. change overnight yeah it's like it's not New Year's isn't that fun unless you know you, you, if it's fun it's just because you're hanging out with your friends in like a small setting you know but other than that it's not like something you're like oh New Year's yeah I have a hard time with any holiday that has aside from like. I don't count gifts necessarily as expectations. I think that that's a bit easier. But like any holiday that has social expectations, I have I have trouble with. Um, so definitely New Year's. I feel this way a lot with uh, uh, 
the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Just these days where if you don't go out and do something extravagant, you kind of feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's not that same kind of pressure. Mm-hmm. Like Halloween, I mean, it's essentially a holiday built around fear. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, there's no pressure, so it's cool, you mm-hmm. know? And uh, so I'm going back to, like, the, the festivities, the fall festivities, um, there seems to be, like, not even just like uh, like Nightmare on 13th, not these like spook alley type attractions. Like those definitely pop up and they are going at this point right now. But um, they have other things that like art installations that tend to pop up around this time too. Um, there was one a couple of years ago. I was trying to remember what the name of it and I just looked it up. Um, Pumpkin Nights. Do you remember that? Was it just a bunch of pumpkin carvings? Uh, no, it was a... Let me see, returning. Okay, so they're coming back into, uh, oh, never mind. They're not coming back to this. Oh, wait, they are coming back to Salt Lake. Never mind. <laughs> I'm getting conflicting uh, information from this website right now. Uh, looks like they're coming back in 2022. No, so it, this was at the State Fair Park, and but it, it was in fall, so it's not punishing. And it also opens at like 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. and then goes until like 11. But it's a walkthrough, but it's not a scary walkthrough. It's like lights and art installations. And um, it's more of like, it, it's kind of like the dreamscapes type thing. Gotcha. Where it's like these big art installations, but it's all about Halloween. It's kind of like Halloween themed. And um, there was like a section where you walk through, there's like a bunch of huge pirate ships and they light it all cool. And it's just like a fun place to like walk around and hang and stuff like that. I actually, I actually kind of like, I don't know if I get down for like the, the scary. Yeah. I don't know if I yeah. do either. It's been so long since I've done anything like yeah. that. Yeah. I don't mean to be a square, but like I just haven't, I've never gone to Nightmare on 13th. I haven't no. gone to a corn maze since, like, high school, I'm pretty yeah. sure. That, so yeah. I, I guess I don't know much about about myself. <laughs> Around these <laughs> how much festivities? Can you, how much can you know about yourself if you don't go to a corn maze every yeah. once in a while? Well, back in the day, like, when we were going to corn mazes, because it, it, like, it presented an opportunity to, like, hang out with girls. Yeah. That was always, like... And I remember getting excited about like, oh, corn mazes. Or, uh, <laughs> They're you know, back. You go to, yeah, you go to the Haunted Forest and you go with a group of girls, they're going to be like grabbing onto you. Yeah. That was the idea at least. Um, Fear is the ultimate wingman. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't put that on a (laughs) t-shirt. Oh no. (laughs) That was the Ted Ted Bundy philosophy. (laughs) Fear is the ultimate wingman. Oh my God. Uh, Put it on a t-shirt. Oddlyutah.com slash store. Um, Yeah. So maybe we do that this year. Maybe we go to a spook alley. And uh, report see, back, yeah. Report back. We could do a or we could do it like a field report, yeah. We'll do it. We'll, <laughs> we're, we're live, no, yeah. Th- that stuff, uh, I, and I actually think last Halloween when we were doing this podcast, I talked about like Rocky Point and how that was like. Did it, did you do you remember me talking about that? I don't remember much about last year, yeah. <laughs> like between, <laughs> se- it all between out. <laughs> September and December, it was just like fear, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, not the good kind. Not the wingman kind. Yeah. Um, Rocky Point, yeah, was a was a uh, haunted house that they put up in like Taylorsville or somewhere around there on the west side of the valley. Um, but it was like they brought in uh, like Hollywood makeup artists and they did like they did intense stuff. It wasn't like intense, like super scary. They didn't try to go for extremely scary. They just wanted a cool presentation. And it was, like, immersive, like, the sets that they build. Like, you would walk through horror movies. So you would go into, like, the Halloween section of it. 
and you would be walking through the Myers house. Mm. And it felt like you were actually walking through the house. And then it empties off into a street and it's like night of the living dead and zombies are coming out of houses and walking around. Oh yeah. That's awesome. And it's not just like some like edgy teenager jumping out and going, you know, it was like a presentation almost. And I think they even did like curate crowds through so they could reset and then do it. Um, but I think it got too expensive to put on. And so they closed a while ago. There was a documentary about it too. Oh, like it was, it was really cool. I wish they would do more of that. Cause it does seem like, uh, Spook alleys are kind of kind of phoned it in, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's my hot take on <laughs> on haunted houses. Uh, okay, uh, sports. So the fall sports. Yeah. Window. I think October is the only month in the whole year that has basically like every major sport playing at yeah. some point. Fo- I know. Football's eating up. Yeah, you got baseball ending, yeah. football starting, basketball starting, hockey starting, hockey starting. Soccer's getting close to ending, yeah, right? They're kind of wrapping up. Um, yeah, I think you got all of them, mm-hmm. and they're all like, I don't know. I think there is something just about the time of year where it's just like nice, cozy, hanging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 tailgating, mm-hmm. like there's a, there's more of that. It's not too cold to tailgate it yet. There's still what depending on what team you like. There's still hope. Mm-hmm. You know, for the season. If yeah. you're a Jets fan, it's over it's, already. You're but, done. <laughs> but uh, for most teams, you're like, okay, there's still hope in the season. Uh, I'm, I'm actually way excited for the NBA season this year. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm, I really – and that starts – I think I think the preseason starts at the beginning of October and the first regular season game is almost a month away from, to the day. Yeah, I want to say it's like the 29th. Maybe I'm off, yeah. but – Yeah, against, uh, I think, OKC. Um, but – yeah, I think that that stretch of fall sports is really, really good. And uh, um, we're enjoying it right now. Watching, we are. You know, keeping, I mean, so far the, the Utah U, the Utah Utes sports season <laughs> has been rough. It, it really has been. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's turning into like a, 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 a tabloid drama uh-huh. at this point. Um, but, yeah, so fall, best season for sports. Uh, now we get really into our wheelhouse. Uh Entertainment and art. Yeah. So, like, the specifically movies and TV, hands down the best time of the year. Yeah. I mean, you're getting into, like, award season. It seems like they start to kind of sprinkle in some awards Yeah, that's stuff where they here. start ramping it up. Because, mm-hmm. obviously, like, uh, I mean, we just had the Emmys last week. TV's mm-hmm. a little bit differently. But as far as movies go, uh, the Academy Awards on a regular season uh, without a pandemic or anything like that is usually in February. Yep. I think last this year it was in April. This was a little delayed, but uh, in February, so they want they want to qualify for the Oscars, so they have to have it out by the end of the year. Uh, but they also don't want to release it so early that you kind of forget about it. They yeah. want to like ramp up the cultural hype around movies. So fall time is when all that stuff starts to really roll out. So as far as like uh, movies this year, what are the ones that you're excited for? Fall movies. I think I could probably talk for a little too long about the movies I'm excited for this fall, so I'll just keep it to October. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, and we should say that October has also kind of been the uh, the drainage ditch for a lot of the movies that couldn't yeah, come out last year. For sure, there's yeah. it's just stacked, stacked. and so week it week. was so stacked that so many other movies started moving out of October. Like yeah, Jackass it, was supposed to come out in mm-hmm. October. And I think that moved off, and a few others. Top did. Gun wasn't Top Gun. Supposed I think to Top or, Gun yeah. was originally supposed to. Yeah, well, not originally, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I'm way excited for the Many Saints of Newark. That uh, is that next week? The no, that 
No, two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Um, that's that Sopranos prequel. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty excited about that. I'm probably just gonna watch that at home. Uh, they got that set that day and date HBO. Yeah, it's you the know, HBO thing. Drop. So I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really excited for Lamb. The oh my god, that weird uh, dude <laughs> bestiality A24 movie. <laughs> What's this? Is that what the, is that what that is? I don't know. Yeah. I, I can only assume from the trailer that a man has sex with a, a goat or a sheep, I should say. Yeah, because it's like about a little sheep kid. Yeah. Like it's a half human, half Maybe sheep Maybe I'm kid. wrong. I don't want to accuse A24 <laughs> of bestiality, but. I mean, it wasn't A24 yeah. themselves that uh, did this, but um, no, yeah. when that, I think we saw the trailer for that during Green Knight. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? It's, only, it's one of those movies that only A24 can really mm-hmm. put out. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for that. I'm excited for the last duel, Ridley Scott. <laughs> so, if you guys haven't seen the the promo stuff for the last duel, it's a medieval uh, Ridley Scott film, starring uh, Ben Affleck mm-hmm. and uh, Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Who else is in it? There's a couple of people. Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Uh, Jody Comer. Jody Comer. Yeah. yeah, I think that's like the main um, the main sort of cast. For some reason, when I first saw it. The only thing I could think of was like this was like an extremely far back prequel to Goodwill Hunting, <laughs> and that Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's characters are actually their early ancestors. How doth thou like those apples? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Last duel. I think that's gonna be cool. Ridley Scott has a movie coming out October like fourteenth or something, and then another movie coming out November fifteenth. Yeah, or he's something. got two. And the like man is in his eighties. House of Gucci. Yeah, which also looks chaotic. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Both with Adam Driver. Yeah, uh, just uh, just amazing stuff. Dune, obviously. I think Dune yeah. is Dune is at the tip top of my list. Also gonna watch um, it at home. No, I'll go see that one. <laughs> yeah, I'll go see that one. IMAX. Uh, you gotta see it in IMAX. I, yeah, I'll be seeing it in IMAX. I love. That is like a great uh, combination of just like filmmaker and source material. Yeah. Um, just love Denis Villeneuve. Love mm-hmm. that. Love everything that man has touched. So excited for that. Uh, and then I just have two more. I'm way excited for The French Dispatch. Yeah. Um, and I'm way, way, way excited for Last Night in Soho. That's my yes. That's my October. I left James Bond off. I left Venom off. Oh, man. Carnage. I, yeah. I'm going to. Yeah. Well, we were, we were kind of joking that. Venom became suddenly attractive to us once they announced that it was only ninety minutes long. Yeah, we were absolutely. like, okay, I'll put it in ninety minutes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I watched I watched the first Venom this weekend just because I was like, oh, I kind of want to see that new Venom now. Yeah. So maybe I should have put it on. But what are you excited for? So I'm yeah, sure like, a lot of the same. Yeah, stuff. yeah, a lot of the same stuff. Expand a bit on it, but um, <laughs> no. I and, I and honestly, I think like we're kind of just doing a broad. Uh, Touchdown on fall, mm-hmm. kind of covering all the bases. I think we'll dive deeper into a lot of these things throughout October. Sure. So we'll leave room for that. Uh, as far as the stuff, I mean, obviously all the things that you said I have on my list too, but I'll I'll, uh, I'll stick up for the uh, the horror movies. Halloween Kills, I'm really excited for. I don't know why I'm not anticipating it that much. Really? I yeah. even enjoyed the last one that they made mm-hmm. with the same crew. And I yeah. just, I, for some reason, I'm not, I'm yeah. not crazy. I'm pumped. I, I In the last trailer that they released, it's like they're really going to go back and do some kind of uh, reconnecting with the original movie, uh-huh. meaning they went back and reshot stuff that takes place during the first movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so they, like, they like have, like, an, like, a guy, maybe a stunt double for, like, Dr. Loomis and probably doesn't have, like, a close-up or anything, but is, uh-huh. like, they're going to be filming some stuff that took place. Um, 
So I, I thought that was that that's pretty interesting. Again, it's like a horror movie, so I don't take take it serious. Like, there's yeah, like people out there totally. who are like, "Who? Why are you messing with the Halloween canon?" Yeah, you know, <laughs> like it had any logical canon to exactly. begin with. Um, so Halloween Kills, very excited for that. Uh, I'm actually really excited for the Resident Evil reboot. I didn't know there was a Resident Evil reboot coming yeah. out. It's like a real movie. Yeah, it's a real movie based on the first uh, game, and it is kind of taking that divergence away from the old Resident Evil movies which were like more action thrillers. Uh-huh. This is like straight horror. Like it's going to be a horror wow. movie. Well, yeah, I'm excited yeah. for that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, and, didn't uh, know. I think it's called uh, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. And it's uh, got, for the most part, I think everyone, I mean, I guess they're unknowns to like the mainstream. People who follow movies uh, probably know these people. Um, I'm trying to remember what her name is. See, now she's got a complicated name. I can't even pronounce it. <laughs> Kaya Scodelaria. She was in that Crawl movie. Oh, I yeah. enjoyed that movie. Yeah. Uh, a lot of unknowns is what I'm saying. There's like kind of like unknown people taking on mm-hmm. these roles. And they are actually like taking the roles from the video games. Like Claire Redfield and Chris Redfield and Jill Valentine. Like all those characters will be central to the movie. And I think it actually does follow the like plot of the first game so uh i think it's they're 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 really trying to like uh connect with the diehard fans of the the video game series so i'm excited for that it could be awful too that's how these (laughs) things go but i'm excited i'm gonna i would personally bet money that it will not be good yeah but i'll be excited (laughs) to watch it too i didn't i didn't even know it was in existence yeah i mean i was i in 2019 when they made that chucky reboot Uh i went and saw it by myself and i was like trying to talk myself into it afterwards (laughs) it was pretty good it wasn't good it it wasn't bad um non-horror movies uh eternals i'm actually really excited for eternals yeah um i i like when marvel zigs totally yeah totally um, I've read, I've read that. I, I think that they're mostly like basing that off the, the Neil Gaiman run of Eternals mm-hmm. and I've read that and it is out there. Yeah. So like, hopefully it's out there. That'd yeah. be cool if it was pretty out there. Have you been brushing up on like the Marvel stuff? No, I read Just this at some point. Well, you're a Gaiman fan. I think it fan. was like t- 2019. Yeah. I'm a big Neil Gaiman fan. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's, that will be, I'm, I'm quite excited for that as well. Yeah. Not, and not only because it's like just new stuff, it's not like the Avenger centric stuff, mm-hmm. but it's like Chloe Zhao too. Yeah. Chloe Zhao. That's totally. what's up. Uh, Spencer. The Yeah. Yeah. Very excited for yeah. Spencer. And th- so I, we could, we're probably coming at this from two different angles. You've become uh, quite enamored with stories of the Royal family oh, huge, from the huge crown. Fan, yeah. fan of the crown. I yeah. will say I'm more excited for, Whenever the crown touches down on what's going on in yeah, Spencer, yeah. although based on the trailer, the crown has already touched down on a lot of what goes on in Spencer. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, definitely a lot of palace intrigue, a lot of sad, um, a lot you know, of mopey, eating disorder stuff yeah, a lot of mopey. Chris, uh, Kristen Stewart, yeah. Um, the reason why I'm excited is because the uh, director Pablo Lorraine, his last movie Jackie, like. I didn't really know what to expect out of that. And then mm-hmm. once I got the whole picture of it, I was like floored. Yeah. Like I was like, that movie was incredible. Um, and uh, now I, I'm, I'm kind of at this point where I start to subscribe to uh, people who score movies. Mm-hmm. And so if there's a score coming out, I kind of just have to see the movie. And this is scored by Johnny Greenwood, okay. who's like one of the best modern film composers. Um, and uh, so, yeah, Spencer just seems like it's going to be amazing. Um, possible Paul Thomas Anderson movie coming in fall, but it might be winter depending on what Utah does with that. Got you. Because it says November, 
like on a lot of release calendars, but usually that means limited release. Mm -hmm. And so that probably means that we're going to get it like a month or two later. Um, I don't know. But the Broadway opens up. October 22nd, October I think. 22nd. Yeah. I think we're going to try to try to talk to them and see what's going on with uh, their calendar, what they plan on doing. Hopefully they get the new PTA movie. Um, okay, so we went through a lot of movies. Uh, TV. There's really two things that I'm just like Succession. pumped on. Succession. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, yeah. I've said this before publicly, but it's the best TV show on right now. It's like, excellent. Yeah. It it's really incredible. Is. Um, and another just insanely uh, well-made score. Yes, the, totally. Yeah. The Nicholas yeah. Patel score. Um, we, uh, my partner who's been pretty obsessed with Nicholas Patel lately, she, uh, picked up, uh, this YouTube video that, uh, it was just him. I think it was like, uh, New York times or something. Yeah. They did a like video de- with him. deconstructing the yeah, song type was, thing. Yeah. It was yeah. so good. And, uh, I went back and listened to, I, I usually listen to film scores like when I'm working. Um, but the first season and then the second season, and they're using all of the same kind of notes and the same themes but they you do do feel there there is like a split and it does kind of match up with what's going on in the in the in the show and uh after listening to both of them i was just like this guy's a genius like he's so incredible um so yeah succession i think that comes comes out about halfway through october i'm really excited for that and then something that's just going on right now which is what we do in the shadows yeah i'm just watched the first two episodes last (laughs) night amazing yeah very funny incredible it's like Probably, yeah, I don't know. I have a, I, I keep, shout out to Kyle Freeman, uh, who's a listener and a very good friend of ours. <laughs> He's one of our best friends, actually, and they're one of our bigger supporters. Uh, his, him and, uh, he, he's been asking me every week when I talk to him, have you watched Dave yet? <laughs> Dave and, is very, has yeah. he watched the second season of Dave? That's what he, that's, yeah, that's what he keeps asking me about. I've been waiting to find someone to talk to about this. I need okay. to send him a text. Talk to, him, talk to him and Sean, because they have every week asked me, have you watched Dave yet? And I'm just like, I haven't got up to it. It's like, you need to watch Dave. Um, season finale of Dave, yeah. Dave had me like in a puddle of tears. Yeah, and that's what they said. And yeah. I think that's why they like the same thing that you're feeling where you're like, I need someone to talk to about yeah. this. You know, I need to uh, decompress from whatever happened in that show. But I, the reason why I bring up Dave is because I was just about to say, I think what we do in the shadows is like the funniest thing on TV right now, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been really enjoying it. Um, so, yeah, TV, movies, falls we, an exciting time. We love them. Yeah. Uh, and then just straight up Halloween. We're still on the, the subject of fall. Yeah, and and why why fall is great. Um, although, in talking about Halloween, we we said before this is basically a holiday that's built around fear, and I think probably one of three holidays that is like consistently fun to engage with. Mm-hmm. I think Christmas and Thanksgiving can get a little stressful. It's like all about the big plan, you yeah. Know? And holiday or, or uh, Halloween is just like a little more shoot from the hip kind of fun. Totally, it's just like a it's a stage for fun social interaction. Um, what I wanted to ask, I kind of break down is like, what are, are costume parties still fun? I what think, you, I think it depends like? on the level of engagement of the people attending the party. Like everyone you has know? to be in. Not even necessarily everyone has to be in. People have to be on the same level of expectation. I don't want to go to a Halloween party where they're like, what are you? You're underdressed, you know? And then I yeah. get shit all night because I'm wearing a MacGruber costume. Um, and I just like a flannel. In a vest, basically. Yeah, it's like a fishing vest in a flannel with some jeans and a mullet. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, as long as everybody's, like, chill and having a good time, like, there's so much opportunity for comedy at, yeah. at Halloween parties yeah. that, like, it's impossible to not have fun if you're someone who, like, really enjoys laughter, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I th- I think I think they are like everyone does kind of have to be in on it, and um, but also they don't have to be like fully in. On it. You have to yeah. go like extravagant with it, but um, it is <laughs> you definitely don't want to be the guy that's like no co- no costume at all. I mean that yeah. was a, that was one of the funniest <laughs> running jokes of Parks and Recreation, which is like every Halloween episode when there was a costume party, Ron Swanson would wear the same thing. Yeah, which was just like a dollar store pirate costume. And people always asked him what he was. He's like, I'm a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, so like, you know, those, those, you know, that's fine too. But, um, uh, what, what do you think makes a great adult Halloween event? Oh, um, definitely alcohol. Yeah, for sure. I think alcohol is, is, uh, is a nice <laughs> thing to have on hand. Yeah. Um, a good, like, dry ice smoke machine really, Ooh. really sets the mood. Yeah. I think I think the the ambience yeah a hundred really makes a party. I love a good like Halloween themed snack. So like okay. you know like a, a scary cookie or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what constitutes a scary cookie? Like a you take like an Oreo right? Yeah. And you dip it into like melted almond bark or something, and you pull it out and you just draw a scary face on it with uh, <laughs> with icing. We're going to do a whole series of videos like Dan's Halloween crafts. <laughs> I thought you were going to go like you were going to dip it in something that looked like blood. It could know. be red velvet uh, almond bark. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. no, I just think like good time, good times, good friends, you know, yeah. have yeah. some snacks available, please. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of not having like dubstep or like rap music playing at a Halloween party. But yeah. I think that that I, I think I'm pretty... I'm in the minority there. I think most people just want to have like party music on. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I would I would like to have it themed personally. Yeah. So. I mean if you could if you could find like a cool like spooky remix of, yeah. you know, a Billy Eilish song. Yeah. That's probably pretty cool. One time we had a Christmas party at our uh, house in North Salt Lake and I found so many Christmas rap songs, like Santa's got an Uzi. Oh yeah. And and I had yeah, I had a pretty well themed uh Christmas rap like Christmas time so, in Hollis Queens yeah. and Luda Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or even just uh, the uh, DMX freestyle, rest in peace, the, exactly. uh, the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer freestyle. Exactly. See, you can make you can make it, make your music taste work uh-huh. around the theme. Yeah. Just put a little effort in. And I think with the, the us being in like the SoundCloud era of like uh, people remixing stuff, you can find Halloween creepy remixes mm-hmm. where it's like... Oh, they figured out that the theme to the John Carpenter theme to Halloween actually matches up perfect with like Amigo song. Yeah. And so they just like do that remix and uh, yeah, put some work into it, like into the, into the playlist. Don't just like you go one way where it's just like all billboard hot 100 or it's like the monster mash on repeat. (laughs) It's like, you got to find a nice middle ground where you're keeping the vibe up. That'd actually be a great thing to talk to uh, Eurocalypse about. Like if you're DJing a Halloween party, what's what's on the mix? That is a great question for him. Yeah, um, man. Now you got me kind of excited. We might have to put together a, a Halloween party. Uh, Annie Loader, my girlfriend, for those who don't know, is yeah. ten steps ahead at all points. Yeah, of, of party planning. I was gonna say so. last time I was at your house, it was pretty festive. So yeah. Um, well, don't let my invite get lost in the mail. I don't want to go. Anyway, that's gonna do it for the uh, Holy Hive this week. And uh, like I said, we're gonna be premiering uh, Nam Sayin new uh, food video series uh, next week. So look out for that. And if you want to keep up on all the stuff that we're doing, follow Oddly Utah 
on uh, Twitter, Instagram, subscribe to this podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, or uh, straight up on YouTube, where you can see our beautiful faces. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's where Nam Sane's going to be, so. Yeah, it's going to be there anyway. Just so subscribe there, turn on the little button thing so yeah. it notifies you. Smash that subscribe button. Smash it. Smash the like button. Fight with people in the comments. We and uh, my apologies to the YouTube people out there who uh, were wondering where the video was this week. I guess I messed up (laughs) but it's up there now and this one will be up this one will be up I'll check all right Uh, we'll talk to you next week